Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for joining us tonight on episode 14, season four of The Standoff with Brad and Richie here on New Zealand Sport Radio. We're here live every Wednesday on Facebook throughout the season. Eden Richie, um, well, a better round for us tipping-wise, um, and the Warriors ended their losing streaks. Overall, not a bad weekend. First of all, how was your weekend, and what did you think of the round? Evening, Brad. Weekend was good, mate. I was on call for work and got absolutely zero calls, so how good. Oh, bonus. Um, and the league was good. As you say, we, we got a win. That's always great, and I quite enjoyed um, pretty much all the other games as well. How was your weekend? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't bad. Um, I too was working, but I didn't get a call. I was doing testing from home. Um, very exciting, very boring for everyone to have to listen to. But yeah, thankfully the Warriors played on a Friday night, um, which helped. But yeah, while we're here live on Wednesday evenings at 8 p.m., you can also catch the show at your convenience um, via the podcast on iHeartRadio, Spotify, all those places. Um, as always, we're going to cover everything you need to know in the week that was Rugby League, including our top stories of the week, a uh, review of Round 11, and an update on our tips. We'll then stop and answer some questions from you guys, as well as questions we've got for each other. We'll then preview the Indigenous round and make our picks before ending the night with a recap of Super League. Um, so remember to send us questions and comments throughout the show, and we'll do our best to answer them. Uh, but we may as well jump straight in, Richie, um, with the top stories. Sounds good. Um, probably the, the best news of the week. Um, Anthony Griffin um, has been sacked by the Dragons, effective immediately. Um, Ryan Carr is going to take over as interim head coach. Um, all jokes aside, it's always um, bad to see someone lose their job, but the writing was on the wall even before the season started, I thought. Um, so what's your take on the Dragons and everything that's going on at the moment there? Yeah, the writing was very much on the wall. You, I think you and I both predicted him as... Uh, yeah, we finally got a prediction was, right. We got one. We got one. Um, yeah, first coach to be sacked this year. Um, the drums just started beating louder and louder week by week. And I, I think it's time um, Hook and and the Dragons had a divorce. It just didn't seem to be working. I think you could see in his team selections and everything and... and 
it just it just wasn't working there much to much to your pleasure brad but definitely uh, yeah definitely time for a change yeah and um the dragons on a whole have been a mess um the players got sent out to the to face the media um base i i think they said it was even before they were told that griffin was sacked but the media had been told so they were kind of thrown under the bus there there's all these rumors about um guys like ben hunts and all that leaving um they want out and they want to go anywhere um bulldogs and a few other places have apparently been um contacting ben to see if he's interested in jumping ship so um that's he's one of the best players so it'd be bad to see him go but i think in all honesty, the Dragons probably do need to just wipe the slate clean. I think I even used that in my notes for the Dragons game. But I think they need to wipe everything out and start again. Um, there's been talks about, um, I think, who were the players? There was Ben Hornby and Jason Riles are apparently two they've earmarked um, to take over. But do you think the Dragons in their current state is something a new um, an experienced coach would want to take on or do they need to look somewhere like I'm not gonna he's the only one that pops into my head right now but like a des hasler someone who's been there done that that can try to come in and fix it yeah possibly but you look at riles and hornby there a couple of dragons old boys dragon um jason riles is pretty highly rated as the upcoming coach so i mean it couldn't get any worse than what they're doing right um mm. It could be a good a good call to start fresh with with a couple of faces like that. Yeah, and I suppose in fairness, we were probably almost saying the same thing this time last year when the Warriors were looking at moving on Nathan Brown, going, 100%. "Do they really want a, an experienced guy coming and fixing what's happened at the Warriors?" And um, you know, the the business uh, the business minded people at the club made the the right decision as it looks right now. So. What do we know? <laughs> but um, yeah, Any, the Dragons, um, I think, is a harder situation than what the Warriors were. Any room in the sombrero for a Ben Hunt? Roosters? <laughs> Let uh, Sam Walker go. Wouldn't surprise you, would it? <laughs> wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and um, as we've got some comments in there, the Dragons need a good six, couple of good mooded forwards. Yeah, I think they just need a clean out. Um, start again. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully this is, you know, the final the final bullet on that sinking ship and they can get the wooden spoon for me so I can get another prediction right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'm sure we're going to be talking a lot about them as they're my favourite team. So um, we'll see what happens. We'll move on from a sack coach to a coach that's decided to give it another year. Craig Bellamy has um, announced that he's going to stay as the Storm's head coach. 2024 um i feel like this is almost similar to the cameron smith at the storm saga where every week we we're saying is he going to stay on or is he going to retire i think we're going to be like that with bellamy and he's completely in the right to if he wants to stick around to keep going um i think if the storm were going better he might have said yeah this is me but i think he he sees that the team he's got now is going to need like another year to to be where he wants it to be. So I think he wants to to retire on top, which he's well in his rights to do. But what's your take on Bellamy sticking around again? Mate, we're going to be sitting here in 10 years' time talking about Craig Bellamy signing his 10th one-year contract <laughs> extension. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Why not? Like, he's – it's not like 
when you watch them play, it looks like the game's passed his style by. Um, no. That they might be a little less effective due to losing some pretty big players recently. But, I mean, they they don't look like they're dropping out of the eight anytime soon, do they? I think they're still no. going to be well up there. They just beat Brisbane, who are top of the ladder. So, um, if, if anyone's earned the right to keep going around, it's it's Bellamy at the Storm. It's it's just always worked. Yeah. I feel like he's going to just – its he's going to be another Bennett. He's just going to be around forever. Mm. Um, but, um, yeah, Mark Roberts said he thinks Balliac should have retired. His levels have dropped off this year. I don't I think, think he has, Mark. Nah, I think it's just – players. Yeah, he lost a lot of experience out of that team, and I think they're going to bounce back stronger next year. But they're still, they're still well in the eight and doing well now. So I think they'll still be strong this year too. But, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. I think Ballyake's probably going to stick around for a couple more years at least. Um, but next bit of news, I know you you were very passionate about this earlier in the week, Richie, but um, Mount Smart now has a new name. Um, it's <laughs> yep. Go Media Stadium Mount Smart. Um, Go Medium, um, or Media, sorry, has got the naming rights for a year, but they may extend. Um, you've already shared your thoughts a lot with me about this, but what's your thoughts on here? Yeah, I I shared them with you, so I might as well share them with all of you guys. Uh, I said the the name of the stadium hasn't changed to me. It's <laughs> it'll always be Mount Smart. I still sometimes call it Ericsson Stadium. Catch myself out. Um, yeah, I, I can't teach an old dog new tricks, I guess. So um, yeah, yeah, I'm going to keep calling it Mount Smart. <laughs> Go Media ah. Stadium. There's yeah, I don't know. It's it change things change all the time, you know. Um, you know, Sky Stadium in Wellington and things like that. Um, but I still occasionally call it the Cake Tin, and um, yeah, I I think it will be something that you get used to. I I remember back when Ericsson um, was changed back to Mount Smart, and I was like, oh, it just seems weird, and now it's second nature. I think will come the I think I said to you and Ruin Hammer when we were discussing it. As long as Go Media actually do something, like I've, I listened, there was an interview with their CEO, and he was talking all about you know how great he is as a, a businessman, which kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I wanted to hear he was more talking about what things they could bring to the stadium as opposed to what they're going to do with the stadium. So he was talking more about we want to get you know soccer in there, we want to get thing, and it's like I don't understand what <laughs> what um what power you have as a naming rights sponsor? Like, is it just you give money and your name gets there? I, I don't think you have business decisions and what goes on in the stadium. But I'm hoping that the money they give actually goes into upgrading some of the stuff there. Um, I don't think I've said it on here, but um, they've upgraded a lot of the seats in Mount Smart, except for the West Ham where I sit and where you used to sit. Um, so hopefully that money goes towards giving me a new seat because um, it's getting a bit tired. Um, and yeah, Mark um, Hammers said, yeah, he hears new seats would be, yeah, I've been bitching about it a lot. Um, and Robbie says he loves my mullet. I still don't have a mullet, Robbie. Um, it's just the way headphones mess up with my hair. But yeah, so Richie will still call it Mount Smart. We'll probably still do that on the show. I'm not sure. We'll see what happens. Um, but it's got a new name as of now. So that is the new name. Um, next bit of news was quite big. 
Richie, um, France have pulled out of hosting the next Rugby League World Cup, um, which is happening in 2025. Um, Australia and New Zealand are keen to take control with um, Greg Peters, um, CEO from New Zealand Rugby League, has indicated he would like to see some of the matches played in the islands as well. But I've also heard um, that Qatar might be interested in grabbing it. Um, I didn't get all the details that I just saw that today. But um, what's your take on first France giving up the rights and then where you would like to see it? Qatar is a bizarre one. Uh, for rugby league anyway, it was bizarre enough that they got the football one. But hey, um, I'm just going to put a super biased hat on. Give it to us to host. Have it here. Why not? Don't need a don't need a Australia to hold our hand through it. They can they've had it plenty of times. They can <laughs> Yeah. I I I think we talked about it when the World Cup was actually on that it felt weird that it was gonna be in the northern hemisphere two World Cups in a row and it yeah. should be northern, southern, northern, southern. Um so I think southern hemisphere, I do like the idea of um there were some people saying the island uh, like Pacific Islands should host it. But they don't have the resource to. No. Um, they, but I like the idea of if it was based here or if it was based here in Australia and you took games to um, the island nations, I think that would be good. I think the last World Cup down here, they did a whole pool in Papua New Guinea. So you could kind of do that where maybe you have um, this like Samoan pool in Samoa or the Tongan pool in Tonga or, or vice versa. Um It'll be good, but yeah, we've got a couple of years on the show to, to talk about it. And yeah, Jacko said no to Qatar. I, I don't, other than the fact that they've got a lot of money, I don't see the reason to go there. Would anybody um, turn up? You know, we've got, do they, we'll, do they we'll know what rugby Paul. league is? There'd just be people traveling there that, yeah. Hey, Paul, you got a good opinion on this. <laughs> no, I just look, I mean, Qatar's got a history of uh, over the last sort of five, ten years of, um, basically trying to buy up any international sports event it can uh, mm. to sport wash its disgusting human rights record. Let's be blunt. Um, mm. So, I mean, look, it's it's had a cycle race there. It's had the World Cup, football World Cup there. It's had um, a Grand Prix there. Uh, there was, I think it had the um, the Asia Games or um, something like the Asia, Asia or Asia Games or something there as well. So, look, I mean, they used, to, they, they would host it well because they're used to hosting international sports events as you say a bit like the um seventh rugby world cup that was in russia you had empty, empty stands though because yeah. it's just not it just doesn't have any um appeal there if it does if it did have fans they would be just be shipped in as, as rent a mob go sit mm. there to make it look good which they might yeah. do to be honest yeah i think it would be better down here so but i'm sure we're going to hear about it um and yes, like Simon said, he thinks the World Cup needs to be in one country and one region. If it's going to be New Zealand, it has to be in Auckland and Upper Central North Island. Um, islands having it spread out will be a cost, yeah. So spreading it around. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I don't mind it. Um, but then I'm, you know, an idiot that hops in my car and drives all the way down to Wellington to watch a Warriors game. And, you know, next week driving all the way to Napier to watch a Warriors game. So I will travel. Um, and I'm just looking at it as a selfish person where it would be cheaper if it was in New Zealand than if I had to try to go to a World Cup and go overseas. Um, 
you know so yeah i'm being selfish but yeah anything else you want to add before we move on guys no i'm good all right um yeah, and yeah, so Braun said that um, the soccer stadiums are being pulled down. They won't rebuild for rugby league. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that one's not going to come. Um, Simon said Olympic handball is a traditional sport of Qatar and they brought the World Cup without and then stopped interest after the Soccer World Cup. Yeah. I think they just like the idea of being the event holders, as Paul said. Um, but I don't think it's going to benefit anyone. Um, so, next topic, we talked about it very briefly last week, Richie. But, um, all the, the talk about Sean Johnson and his future. The Tigers have apparently ramped up their offer to um, a two-year deal worth around 600k a year. Um, Warriors coach Andrew Webster has come out and said that he wants SJ to stay, um, but admits that they haven't actually discussed anything yet. I listened to an interview with Cameron George today, and he basically said the same thing, that um, Sean hasn't sat down with them yet. Um but him, Sean Johnson and Webster talk a lot. And um, when time, when the time's right, they'll, they'll have a discussion. Um, but, yeah, what's your take? I personally don't think he's going anywhere. Um, his wife's, you know, pregnant with baby number two. You know, he, he took unders to come back to New Zealand. Um, I don't see him going back to Sydney. And I might have a different opinion on it if it was like, the Roosters or a team like that that were wanting him, but the Tigers, I don't. Rogers coming back, the Warriors are actually looking good at the moment. Are you leaving that to go to the Tigers, which you know are lucky to get three or four wins a year? Yeah, exactly right. I everything everything is telling me that I, I believe he'll stay, uh, and I, I hope the I hope the club comes up with a, a desirable enough offer to to keep him around. I, I don't think he'll want to go, um, given that he's this year he's looking the happiest he's looked in a long time. His family's based back here. I think I think that's a, has a lot to do with the way he's playing. So yeah, I think Roger coming next year and the way we're playing, it'll be. I think it'll be hard for him to want to move. So yeah, yeah. I just hope. I just hope the Tigers uh, bugger off sometime soon and <laughs> move on to um, another target. Yeah, um, yeah. We will obviously we'll talk about it once we have anything more. But I thought since we only kind of um, breezed over it last week, we may as well cover it here. And Jack has said doggies may get interested as well if they can't get Ben Hunt. Now, I don't know if the doggies will go because he almost signed with the dogs when he signed back with us. It was basically the contract was on the table ready to sign it was when he came back here and it just out of the blue um it was it was a deal it was completely under radar and he had to actually call it was um what what's his name who was the coach back then oh bulldogs oh. coach i can't remember his name right now i apologize um but he had to call him and say sorry uh, it's not happening now um mm. so yeah We'll see. Um, next bit of news, Todd Smith, um, referee that um, was well-known for refereeing the Warriors-Panthers game and getting um, the one New Zealand CEO very upset, and his bunker buddy Gerard Sutton have been dropped this week um, after a poor showing in the Storm Broncos clash. Um, it was basically a horrible fortnight. Yeah, um, Barrett, Trent, there we go. Trent Barrett. Trent yeah. Barrett, sorry, yeah. 
Um, see, you get sacked, you're out of my mind. Um, yeah, so Todd Smith, um, you know, a bad game against the Warriors, you know, got him a promotion to a bigger style game, but then he messed up in that one and now is um, sitting on the pine. What's your take on that? I, I felt this was going to happen because of how Ellensley um, came out very in defense of the, the refs and saying, like, if they mess up, they get punished. So now that they, after drawing that line in the sand, if they mess up, they had to be punished. So, mm -hmm. um, and it was a shocker. I think he was worse in this game than he was in the Warriors-Panthers game. Oh, yeah, hard to argue. I, not not just him, the, the, the bunker, obviously, the bunker as, well. as well. Like you like said, Sutton's been, been dropped as well. Um, yeah, not, not the best couple of weeks for Todd Smith. And, and the officials in general, but um, yeah, just find it interesting. It wasn't that great against us. Nothing really comes of it, and when it affects the Broncos, yes, you, you get the chop. Um, even even with some of the some of the decisions, like the hip drop, the Carrigan hip drop, that was that was pretty laughable. But we've had the same thing. I think if I go back to Jackson Ford's one, I wasn't. I didn't think that was that was very bad either. But um, yeah, when it's a big a big team like the Broncos and big players like Carrigan, um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for Carrigan that they that didn't see much of it because he missed a lot of time last year for a bad hip drop, and I don't think this was this one was bad as all at all, particularly particularly leading into Origin. I don't I really didn't want to see him wiped out. You know he's. Of course you did, mate. You're a New South Wales fan. No, nah, nah, you want the best versus the best, mate. I mean, you know, I know I support New South Wales, but you want the best versus the best. So we should have like Samoa versus Queensland or something. Get rid of yeah. New South Wales entirely. Whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I see Jacko. Jacko said they really messed up the Storm Broncos game. Yeah, I think the rest ruined that game. Um, they put a lot of what-ifs into it, which you don't want, like, I feel like the game was a lot, a lot t closer, um, and then yeah, once that happened, it was kind of all she wrote. So um, yeah, hopefully we see more. Well, hope not. Hopefully, hopefully we don't see many more mistakes of that magnitude in the refereeing. But it's good to see that they're being held accountable now, um, which they always said they did, but it never felt that way. But yeah, we'll move on. Um, the Brisbane Tigers have announced their intention into applying for the 18th NRL franchise. Um, at the opening, they opened their $10 million stadium, um, I think it was either yesterday or this morning. Um, they lost the race for the 17th to the Dolphins, um, but they've said that they're going to make their bid very hard to say no to. I personally don't think it should go to them. I, I feel like another team in Brisbane doesn't really deliver what the NRL are trying to achieve, which is trying to spread the game out. Um having you know yet another queensland team in there um i think it was always going to be either the dolphins or the tigers and that was it um plus there's already a tigers in there um but um yeah and bruce said brisbane or queensland can definitely have another team no i think then they need to go elsewhere they need to spread the market which is what they're trying to do you know perth um adelaide you know anywhere else but but another one where there's already teams, you know, solidified in there. But what's your take, Richie? I I can see Rob's point. I, I definitely think Brisbane can support another team. I think Queensland 
Brisbane in, in particular have a massive rugby league following. So do I think it could happen? Yeah. Do I think it should happen? Not so sure. I'd personally be in the camp of putting it somewhere into a new market. Yeah, I just don't think it's going to happen. Even on um, the NRL, you know, as much as they like to tell us they're smart, they're very simple people. They'll go, we've already got a Tigers. We can't have another one because people will get confused. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, um, they were saying, like Simon said, um, the West Tigers brand will be Magpies again. I don't see them wanting to change their name. Um, so, you know, and why they'll say, why should we change our name? We've been here forever. Admittedly, one of the worst teams around, but we're here. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I don't see it happening. Um, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, we've got a bit of time before the next one, but, uh, I saw a comment earlier that goes into this about Manu Vatavai. So, um, former warrior Manu Vatavai, um, is set to be released from prison, um, on the 31st of May, um, on parole. Um, warrior CEO Cameron George has confirmed that Vatavai will be returning to the club. Um, in their well-being department in an unpaid part-time capacity. I've got a quote from Cameron George before I throw it to you, Richie. Um, he said that neither him or the club condone Vatavai's offending. However, as he and we move forward, the Warriors certainly want to be part of his rehabilitation and further than that, hopefully use his story and his lessons to help teach and guide young men down the right path. Yes, he's done wrong and made mistakes, but he's paid for that. Our position now is being part of his rehabilitation and hopefully his story can have a positive impact on some young, inspiring athletes. Um, what's your take on Vatavai getting getting out early and um, returning to the Warriors um, as a mentor? Yeah, I, I don't know that I'll go too deep into how I feel about him being let out early and, and get into conversations about the justice system. But um, I just hope from a, from a fan's point of view, somebody who loved watching the beast play that uh, once he's let out, he, he makes something positive of, of the lesson he's been, he's been given. And, you know, if he comes into the club and helps, helps it to, helps out with the young players and, and they can learn from his mistakes as well, then, yeah, that's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with kind of the angle that Cam George gave on that. So, yeah, I just wanted to, to see him learn from, from what happened and, and come out of it better off and obviously don't go down that path again. Yeah, and Mark Roberts has said it sends us backwards and what we're wanting to do with the club. It doesn't sit well with me um, at all. Um, yeah, I'm not, I, I can see what Cameron George is saying where his story could be helpful to young players and the decisions they make. Um, I, I personally feel like he, he's been let off for what he did a bit too soon, in my opinion. Um, and it's good to see them wanting to help him. Um, we'll see what it actually means. You know, they, they've also got tony gelling in that well-being like area of the club and he's got a rocky past um so they as much as mark said it, it sends us backwards and what we're trying to do they've already got players with shady pass in there working in that department so it it kind of fits what they're doing if i'm honest but um yeah we'll see he's not 
it's not like they're throwing in money as well. It, it's basically almost like, um, you know, his, um, it's adding to his, what do you call it? Like he's doing PT. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, voluntary part. And, you know, um, and say far too quick scene. It's not really a job for the boys though, Mark, because he's not getting paid. Um, it's just giving him something to do, I guess, so he doesn't do bad things again. Um, but yeah, and there are other yeah, Russell Packers one, um, yeah. Matangi. Mm-hmm. Matangi actually spent time in prison and came back out of prison, got signed by the Warriors, and really um, made a life for himself. And even now, he, he's still in the Northern Hemisphere, but he's passing on what he learned from his mistakes. So yeah, I. I'm sitting on the fence on it. I, I agree and I don't agree. It's really weird. Um, I can, I'm trying to look at it as a glass half full on, you know, yeah, hopefully yeah, we too. don't get these stories in the future from, you know, this 17 year old that's with the Warriors now when he retires and is like late thirties has done something stupid. Um, I don't know. Late but, 30s. Wow. I'm surprised you're going to do a career going that long. Wow. Um, look, I, I think one of the problems we have here is that, We've obviously we, we heard what happened. Mm. Uh, he got some, he got sentenced. He disappears into jail. You hear nothing for about a year, and then you hear him come out and go straight into a, what seems like a job. Now, um, for the people who don't read the article, it looks like hey, he's gone straight back into a job. For those who read it, then he realise actually it's part time and it's volunteer. He's not cheating. But um, I think a bit more of the story of how he's turned things around or how he's turning things around would help with this rather than it just suddenly being nothing to bang. He's back involved with rugby league the day he walks out. Um, talk about what he got up to when he was, what, 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 um, thing, what, what, what rehabilitation, what courses, what stuff has he been involved with? Um, the, um, uh, so to me, that that's uh, a lot of that time, um, that, that story's just not being told. I mean, we've got similar things in rugby union, Sevier Reese obviously um, uh, got got off um, after hitting his uh, his partner in the street uh, and lost his contract in um, in Connacht because of it, but uh, became an All Black um, that same year. Now, from what I understand from behind the scenes, talking to people at the Chiefs and uh, and um, the NY Cats Rugby, he did a lot of work outside of that. But we never heard about any of that about work, and I still hear people on Twitter from from the um, from the UK going, "Hey, look at this, the All Blacks." Um, no, um, no, um, or yeah, b- better people, better players, and yet you've got people like Severus in there who's a who's a wife beater, um, because they just hide it and don't talk about the rehabilitation that's going on. And I think that's if you if you actually um, if we if we hear about what rehabilitation's gone on, then we can accept it. But if we if it's just walking straight out after no news, it sits a bit uneasy. Yeah, I think it's basically just been in, like, released the news today. So I'm sure we might probably get more of that when he goes back into the fold with the Warriors about what he's learned. Um, and like Hammer said, you can't pay for your crime the rest of your life. Um, yeah. yeah, which I, I kind of sit with. I've, I've got close family members who have made similar mistakes and haven't learned them yet, but hopefully they will. Um, don't even know if he's watching. But, um, yeah, yeah you got to give him a chance. Um, and, yeah, like Mark, Mark's going on about, about it. Yeah, Myths is a stain on the country. Um, no doubt yeah, about that. 
we're we're not it's not like the and the like the warriors said they're not condoning what he did so but you can't punish someone for the rest of their life for it if the justice media have decided that it he's done enough time who are we to to say um i personally don't think he did i, I think he needed more but mm, yeah um we're not in charge um so we'll move on um, <laughs> can of worms that one eh? <laughs> yeah um last bit um before we go into injuries and all that um it was just something uh, opening another can of worms um but this week's indigenous round richie and um i and i saw a few other people on social media ask the same question we were wondering why the nrl decided that the warriors would be the team that missed indigenous round um don't get me wrong i think the warriors desperately need this buy um but perhaps they should have got it after the anzac game and played um the indigenous round like if you're not going to give us a home game on anzac day give the warriors the only team steeped in multi culture um a home game for indigenous round um all the media we've seen um celebrating indigenous round is going on to um um you know celebrating the aboriginal culture which is fantastic but you know the nrl is you know you've got maori pacific island there's a lot of other indigenous cultures in there that are kind of getting swept under the rug for this one it just seemed weird to me um do they, but, do, they have, do they have a separate Pacific round? No. No, okay. Sorry, rugby union, they have a, like, they've had an indigenous round and a Pacific round, you can like, okay. Or a culture round and a Pacific round. Okay, sorry. Mm. Yeah, it just seems weird because I know they say, like, the draw is done all by an algorithm, but they were able to decide which team missed out on Magic Round due to crowd, you know, um, how many... Um, of the crowd is from that team so wouldn't you pencil in going we need to make sure a new zealand team is in the indigenous round just seems weird um but yeah like jaco said we've got the buy perfect it's the buy taking all of that out the buy is perfect there because the warriors had a month of hell and now they get a week off where yeah so it, i'm i feel like i'm just complaining for the sake of it but uh what's your take on it that same algorithm you mentioned also handed us um, the Roosters, Panthers, and and um, Melbourne Storm in eleven days. So I already think the algorithm sucks. But um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of like Jacko. We need this buy pretty badly. It's yeah, another. It's a, it's a free two points. I uh, know we've we've released a nice flash looking jersey today as well. Uh, hopefully, we get to. I don't even know. Are we wearing that at some point, Brad? Do you have any details around that? Because you know we can we can celebrate it another round. I think they may be playing in it in Napier because I know the game against the Dolphins is going to be the heritage yeah. one that we talked about last week. So I think they may be playing in it in Napier. Don't get me wrong. Um, I don't know. I saw the media. Hold on, I'm just going on the Warriors website as I go. Um, no, yeah, round 13. So, yeah, Napier, right? Yeah. Awesome. So awesome. they're wearing it when we're in Napier. Yeah. Um, so cool. I'm right. happy. Yeah, they still get to wear it. Um, everyone gets to go spend another 200 bucks on a piece of cloth. Um, it will probably sell out day one like the last one did. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, it's disappointing. I, I feel like the, um, the NRL 
should have a bit more foresight into things. It, it doesn't seem like they do, but why? what are we surprised for now at the moment? It feels like the, the boat just keep on kicking you while you're down. Um, but, yeah, taking all that away, the buyers at the perfect time for the Warriors to, to launch their attack um, for the rest of the year. So, yeah, I'll stop whining. Um, but yeah, we'll move on. We'll move on, Richie. Um, I've, I've got some signings that I added on. I know I didn't put them in the show notes for you, but um, the Raiders announced that they signed Jordan Rapana for another year and Albert Hopawati for another two. Um, Jermaine Hopgood staying with the Eels until the end of 2025. And the Cowboys have signed Sam McIntyre effective immediately until the end of 2024. What's your take on um, all those signings that I just threw at you? All good. No issues with any of those. Um, Rapana and Hopawati still, you know, they, they, they're going all right for Canberra, so why not? Makes sense. Yeah, no arguments, yeah. man. Nothing out yeah. of the ordinary this week. Yeah, Mark Rob's asking about the piece of cloth in the background sold out. Yeah, I don't think you can buy that anywhere. Um, I did see some people on Facebook were willing to pay stupid amounts of money for you know, the most beautiful um jersey the warriors have ever made um the my, my cash cow my retirement fund eventually when i get rid of it um and yeah um ham has also mentioned that the knights are looking to offload bradman best um i did see that and um yeah it was interesting um it was one of the safiti boys as well um apparently but um what's your take on bradman best i know the warriors don't need him at the moment because they've signed Roger as a center. Um, and we've and got the great Adam Pompey. And we've got Adam Pompey, uh, well, at least till the end of the year. There's no news on if he's signed again. Um, and, the, and the master of fifth, of fifth tackle options, Rocco Berry. Rocco, Rocco Berry. Um, so I, I assume Bradman Best will probably end up a rooster because um, that's just what happens. But um, <laughs> yeah. What's your take? Do you think Bradman Best one will leave the Knights, and where do you reckon he'll end up? I didn't, to be honest with you, I hadn't even heard that rumor. So going straight off the top of the dome, uh, I don't know. Does he want to leave? He looked all right on the weekend. He looked pretty good running running off I, um, some I of the plays that Ponga was cooking. No, he's he's obviously massive, quick, and still young so still plenty to work with I don't, if i was the knights i'd get rid of ponga before i got rid of best but you know ponga, like, ponga. Oh, there you go mark reckons it's for salary cap relief that might make some sense well yeah because they paid too much money for ponga who only plays good before origin um yeah so yeah that that's just bad management so we'll move on um because we're going so long in the news paul's <laughs> loving it um <laughs> Injuries, we've got a got quite a few. So um, Joey Manu um, has got an ankle ligament injury and it's going to miss this week's clash against the Dragons. Perfect time for Sam Walker to come back in if he didn't get injured the same week um, in reserve grade. So um, disappointing for him. Uh, Josh LIA from Seagulls dislocated his shoulder and um, they say he's going to be a, a few weeks at least. Um, Ronald Waltman from the Warriors had a compound fracture in his finger. Mm. where that's the good old one where the bone sticks out richie um yep, did that ouch. in the first half played on got the match winning try but it, they reckon he's going to miss around two weeks so 
he if he pushes it early he might be back for the napier game or he'll be back the week after which means a lot of us are probably excited that potentially in napier we get to see luke metcalf maybe um zach wolford from the raiders and adam reynolds from the broncos have both got 11 day stand downs for head knocks and cameron mcginnis is going to miss four weeks after breaking his hand a um, couple of big names in there um richie yeah. what do you reckon yeah. there um hammers also said Torlangi and woods are also out for manly does anyone notice if woods is even playing though um no <laughs> not really uh, uh yeah. and what mark roberts said uh bradman best the dolphins surely uh, would that make would that mean they have the most centers in a squad shaped like a prop with um yeah i think they got i think they Balance got too many Buddy and um brinko lee they got too many centers at the moment yeah um injury ward back on topic pretty much on form with with the year so far plenty of them uh couple of couple of concussion protocols so i was was pretty impressed with young ronnie volkman playing on with the with the bone sticking out of his finger and and once i heard that i i thought that's a pretty brave effort from such a young fella we heard munster did the same thing yeah but see munster was stopped he had to go off and get it fixed yeah yeah yeah, went off and then came back on ronnie didn't go off no so tough cookie and to pick up the game-winning try. I just think he, with Tamari Martin out and Luke Metcalf coming back, this he got handed a chance, and I don't think yeah. he was coming off for anything. You know, he, he really wanted to play that game. No, he needed to stamp his authority if he wanted to keep that jersey for himself. So yeah. I can understand that. But, yeah, full credit to him. Um, and, yeah, Hammer said he watched Metcalf live last week, looked good and pulled up good. Yeah, um, I watched... Um, it was on on Facebook, I think, on New South Wales Facebook yep. page. I watched it and thought he looked really good. Um, he, he only played the first half. They're easing him back in. Um, mm. Didn't know that at the time, so I kind of panicked when I didn't see him in the second half going, oh, no, he's done his leg again. But, no, he, he pulled up fine. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him in first grade. Um, no disrespect to Volkman, but, you know, Metcalf, I think, is a better fit with SJ. Um same question, if SJ was out, I would have no issues with Volkman and Metcalf. I think they would pair nicely together too. Mm. But, um, yeah. So we'll, we'll move on. Um, last bit before we talk about the round, Naughty Boy Corner. Second week in a row, we had no bans, Richie. Yep. Um, but we had five players receive fines. Um, I, I'll, I'll go through them. May as well. Uh, Taniella Paseca got $1,800 for a grade one careless. Jaden Sewer got 3000 for a grade one careless high tackle. Toby Couchman got a grand for a gain, dangerous contact. Juno Bolo got 1800 for dangerous contact. And then um, Reese Walsh got 1500 for a shoulder charge. Um, and, yeah, so hopefully we'll see uh, less, less bands and more fines. Yep. Um, got to pay for the, the ref's Christmas party at the end of the year. And, um, yeah, and Hammer said he was impressed with young Tanner um, Stowers-Smith. Yeah, he, he's a young talent. Um, played a lot of SG ball this year too. So um, mm. we'll move on before we get distracted again, Richie. Yeah. Um, to round 11, um, so I'll, I'll hand it over to you when you give us the rundown of the Storm defeating the Broncos 24-16. Yep, as you say, 24-16, Storm's way, four tries to three. Cam Munster, Will Warbrick grabbing two. 
Justin Ollum grabbing the other. Three tries for the Broncos. Herbie Farmworth, Jesse, Jesse Arthurs, and Corey Pakes. Bit to unpack here, Brad, obviously with the officiating. So, yep, go on, do your best. Yeah, so um, I thought it was a better effort from the Storm um, here, but I did expect more points out of them with a one-man advantage for 30 minutes. Um, they do seem to be getting back into the groove, though, but I kind of felt like they were handed this game on a bladder. Uh, what about you? I don't know about handed on a platter. I, th I think officiating was pretty poor both ways. Obviously, Broncos copped a couple of harsh ones, Sinbin-wise. But, um, yeah, I thought Storm deserved the win. Obviously, the game was strange due, due to the weird officiating. Still not vintage Melbourne Storm, as we touched on a little earlier. You know, their, their roster isn't quite what it was of yesteryear, but um, a win is a win, and... They grabbed it. They um, they needed to get it whatever way it came. So a uh, good win for the Storm. Yeah, and Jacko says Walsh's shoulder charge should have been a penalty try. It probably should have, and it probably would have been if he was still wearing a Warriors jersey. Um, but I'm what was your take? Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that, Jack. I've heard and, and read of some people in the rugby league community saying that if you're um, – if you're in the act of trying to save a try, you should be able to throw your body any which way you can. I mean, in the name of saving a try, but I, I don't know that I agree with. I don't know that I agree with compromising safety just because you're trying to save a try. Essentially, every tackle is trying to stop a try. If no one tackled, they would just yeah. run through and score wherever you are on the field. So it's yeah, you still have to do it legally. Yeah, um, but yeah. What was your take on the Broncos before we go down another rabbit hole? I don't know. We're, we're, <laughs> we're aiming for that two-hour mark. Sorry, Paul. Uh, <laughs> yeah, look, they didn't get the result, but I was actually pretty impressed with how, how well they hung in there despite losing Adam Reynolds early and, and copying three sin bins. Um, yeah, I don't actually think they their stocks dropped any uh, at, at all for me here. I think, if anything, I think... They were they were pretty good in defeat. No, oh, mate, they just don't know what it's like to to have to play away. That's um, true. That's also they, true. yeah. They haven't had to travel much, um, and it showed here. I thought they were off pace, um, and their discipline needed work. Mentally, the refs didn't help them, but it's still partly on their shoulders too. Um, they need a bounce back, um, otherwise people will start writing them off. Going, you know, you had a, a nice run at the start, but now you're going to fall. And it's not going to be easy this week against Penrith. Listen um, to you, the harsh Brad. I like it. I'm, I'm normally yeah. harsh on Brisbane, but you've gone to another level there. Why well, they? I they're still good. Don't get me wrong. But if they start racking up losses now as they head into Origin, where you know it's fair, it's they're going to be depleted during Origin, and we saw yeah. what happened when they were missing just Mam and, and Haas. You tell me, like, they go into uh, – admittedly, thankfully, they're playing us, but if they go then without, you know, Haas, Capewell, Walsh, all those guys, um, they're going to need, um, you know, a bit, a bit more of a backbone um, if they want to get through that period. Well, I, th I think that's why I was almost cutting them a little bit of slack because when I saw Reynolds go down early, I, I was thinking the worst for them, but I think that they went a little bit better without him than I thought they would. Yeah, and um, your player that stood out? 
there was a few. I thought Warbrick is starting to get there. Like, obviously, he's a big, fast, you know, he knows his way to a try line, but had some mistakes in him from time to time this year. I think you could have picked anybody in the in the spine. So, I just any mini mighty mode and picked up Munster because you picked Hughes. Yeah. Yeah, I did go with Hughes. Um, I thought it was probably one of um, his better games this season. He, he's kind of been a little bit off the boil, but it looked like he was getting back into check. Um, and yeah, Jacko said Reynolds looked real crook. He could be out for a while. Yeah, um, I know he's got the 11-day stand down, but it didn't look good. So he might be out for the Warriors game too, which would be fantastic for us. Unfortunately, not great for, for Adam. But um, yeah. Hopefully he's back sooner rather than later for the Broncos. But if he misses two weeks, I'm all for it. Um, mm. But um, next game, uh, the main game we talk about, yeah, uh, okay. Warriors defeating the Bulldogs 24-12, if you want to give us that rundown. I'll let Paul intervene first. Yeah, go, go as long as you like, guys. I've got my pretzels, got my beers. <laughs> I'm, looks, I'm, settled in for the, I'm settled in for the night. That looks really good. Um, four tries to two, Josh Curran, Adam Fenor, Blake. Dallin Watini Zelezniak and Ronnie, Ronnie Volkman grabbing our four tries, two tries for the Dogs, Harrison Edwards and Jaden Ockenbaugh. Um, what'd you make of it, Brad? Yeah, thought it was a great start to the match, which is something we, we're slowly getting to say about the Warriors every week. So, you know, that first month where they had horrible starts seems to have been fixed. Um, I thought the Warriors showed some great attacking shape um, in that first half, and they made a few gutsy plays. You know, Sean with his little... Um, early kicks to the corners, which I'm usually screaming at the screen when he does it. One worked, one didn't. Um, but yeah, the second half was a bit of a concern being super critical. Um, the Warriors slowed down a bit, but I think it was kind of to be expected um, after, you know, a grueling month of footy um, with the bye just around the corner. I think we were kind of expecting them to be a bit. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today more lethargic than normal um but yeah it was a must win um game heading into the bye you know last week being the only time this year they haven't been in the top eight you know they needed that win to kind of stay in the race they got it got back into the eight um yeah and i think it actually sets them up really nicely mm. um what about you yeah i thought the first half was very clinical probably our our most clinical first half of the year um, I do feel like the three games in 11 days against top-tier opposition, I think it may have taken its toll in the second half in, in terms of our, our fitness, uh, which slowed us down in the second. You know, I, I, I saw some players look a little gassed. I think 
chance who put in a massive shift and as he always does high energy looking at him in the second half he 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 was a bit slower to get up from some from some um contact but um yeah i thought it was a really good win nonetheless some standout performances um sean johnson for blake toru harris our back five in general were were good so pretty happy yeah Yeah, your take on the bulldogs yeah obviously not the greatest of first house from them but uh, as they've shown this year they aren't a team to lie down in a much better second half from them uh yeah i again it's hard to get a read on them just because of of the injuries i felt a bit for hayes perham he he looked to be trying to put in the same sort of effort that chance was doing but um a couple of couple of wayward passes and pretty bad mistakes led to points for us yeah i thought warriors fans were savage but i saw some of the comments from bulldogs fans about poor hayes um, yeah. yeah after the game was like poor guy um, I saw Mikey's asked, would Fox have made the difference? To be honest, I don't think he would have. No. Um, I don't think pace on the outside edges um, was what the Bulldogs were lacking in this game. Um, firstly, they didn't show up in the first half. Um, they just, too many defensive reads um, they failed on. Like Josh Curran's try, the whole defensive line, you know, rushed forward as you expect. But Haynes was um, Hayes wasn't really covering the back, mm. so it was super simple for Sean just to put a kick in, and there was no chases. Um, it was probably the easiest try Curran's ever going to score. Um, and then same as for Blacks. Yeah, that's why I thought Sean's vision was really good too. I, I was really happy with that. Like obviously, obviously, like you said, the grubber for um, for Curran, but also the what's in his try was after the Adam Pompey intercept and. and Paul Alamotti had run all the way across from the other side of the field to, to help with the chase. And Sean summed that up real quick and saw the lack of numbers there and just popped it over on a dime for him. So. Um, has Can you hear himself? Yeah, I was going to say I uh, couldn't hear him. I thought it was me. Are you there, Brad? Oh, I, I like that. I like this version of you, Brad. Yeah, so do I. I think it's a great version of Brad. <laughs> so. Keep trying. Keep trying. Can you hear me? Yeah, that's yeah. better. For some reason, it just said no. Um, said my mic had lost connection. I don't know why. Um, yeah, they I, I, I they thought you were talking crap and decided to just cut you off. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Jacko um, said they need a classy seven. I think that's another reason why everyone's talking about Ben Hunt. I think with the Bulldogs team you got now, if you threw Ben Hunt at seven, game um, changer. Burton at six, that team is amazing. Um, mm. They just need time to build. But um, who was your player that stood out? No, I was thinking about SJI had a hunch you were going for him. So another bloke I'm equally impressed with, Adam Fenor Blake. Uh, just like Bjorn was commenting, he's scoring tries for fun. Just like footwork at the line, the meterage. He's playing big minutes. He's making all his defensive assignments. So I think he's playing out of his skin. If if there's no Payne Haas, he's almost top of the tree in terms of front rows. Yeah, definitely. And I did go with SJ. Kind of cheated. I would. I was stuck between both of them, but SJ was the guy in my review that I picked. Um, 
as my my player of the match. But yeah, it was very close. Just thought he he looked clinical, and yeah. the only thing I could really hold against him was that second crossfield kick that didn't work. That was yeah. it. Other um, than he was that. defending defending well. He was always one of the first men chasing on his own kicks. Mm. Um, everything else was great, and yeah, really go um, great game. But um, we'll move on. Yep. Um, first game, oh, the last game on Friday, uh, Panthers defeating the Roosters 48-4, Richie. Yep, hiding. Eight tries to one. Scotty Sorensen grabbed two. He had a great game. Uh, Dylan Edwards, Tyron Peachy, Brian To'o, Sunia Taruva, Jerome Luai, and Tyron Peachy grabbed a second. One try for the Roosters. Corey Allen. Yep, this was all one way, Brad. Yeah, it was. Um, I guess to, uh, this one we don't really have to talk very long about. Um, for Penrith, I had one-way traffic for Penrith. They appear to be back to the team um, we watched the past two years um, and just looked like they played on easy mode. Mm, yep, agree. Uh, High-level game from the Panthers against the highly rated team as well. So, um, yeah, Highly rated by you, mate. By many, not just me. I thought, I think I was... We'll touch on them in a sec. But, yeah, many of Penrith's big guns stepped up and showed why they're um, rep footy calibre players. Yeah, so, um, yeah, defend your pen, uh, your roosters now. Go on. So, yeah, I can't defend them. I think during my preseason predictions I was I was fooled and, and lured in by the, the number of stars in their team. But, um, yeah, really concerning this game. If you're a rooster supporter, they... They've got the third worst points differential in the comp and the second worst attack in the comp this year. Um, not the kind of stats you normally associate with with the Roosters, but maybe it's no. a case of too many superstars crammed into the lineup, and they're just yeah. they're not they're not gelling together. Team full of superstars and not a superstar team. Yeah, um, yeah. said Brandon Smith worst buyer of the year. I think in my predictions I had him as the signing of the year, so I'm, I'm going great there. Um, but yeah, concerning performance from your predicted premiers, Richie, um, yeah. they did lose Jared Wawira Hargraves early, yes, um, which didn't help them. Um, but they were just never in this contest. Um, I think they need some soul searching um, if they want to be a premiership threat. I, I know we always say you can never write them off, but mm. there's too many times we're having to say that now, which means maybe you kind of can. Um, yeah, and I, I know I predict them to go well this year, but doesn't mean I'm not enjoying them go poorly. Yeah, I'm, I'm, exactly. lo I'm loving every bit of it. Um, your player to stand out? Uh, Jerome Luai. I thought others, obviously Scotty Sorensen was massive. Um, it's the Ponger effect. It's getting getting close to origin. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Because uh, there's been a lot of talk about Hines, you know, maybe he should get selected for origin and maybe Luai just thought it's time to Put my hand up and remind everybody. Uh, I thought he was really dangerous and created a lot of good stuff for the Panthers. Yeah, I went with Scott Sorensen. Um, you know, got a double. Um, he's been really good this year, and there's all these yeah, rumors massive. about him potentially leaving the Panthers because he's off contract. Um, would love to have him with the Warriors, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. But yeah, I thought he had a great game. And um, yeah, very happy with how he went. But um, moving on, first game on Saturday, Rabbitohs defeating Tigers 20-0, Richie. Yep, easy one this one. Three tries to nil. Tane Milne grabbing a double. 
and Latrell Mitchell grabbing the third late in the game. Yeah, um, to be honest, I probably expected the Rabbitohs to score more points here, um, but they defended well, and um, when they did score, it looked almost at ease. Mm. Um, have to be up with Penrith right now in regards as premiership favourites, in my opinion. Yeah, for me too. Uh, I thought this was an arm wrestle for much of the match, probably more of an arm wrestle than I thought it might be, but um, it was 6-0 at halftime. That just shows how much of an arm wrestle it was. Um, in the end, I think the 20 nil possibly flatters the Rabbitohs slightly, um, but they're in good form, and, and this one had some top spot on the ladder. So, Yeah, and your take on the Tigers? I thought they defended courageously for for the majority of the game. Um, unfortunately, the points just weren't there for them this weekend. So, But I didn't think they were as bad as the 20 nil scoreline might suggest. I, th- I thought they... They hung in the game really well for for the most part of it. Yeah, um, Tigers, I've got their back to losing again, but I thought it was a valiant effort um, against one of the top sides in the comp. Um, they defended well, but they they just couldn't build pressure to get any points of their own. Um, if they keep playing with this kind of heart, though, I think they'll get a few more wins um, before the season's done. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, twenty. you never want to see the donut. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think most people were expecting – the scoreline we saw with the Panthers game um, for this yep. one. So I think they'll be disappointed, but, you know, a glass half full approach, they would be like, oh, you know, we didn't do too bad. But your player that stood out. Yeah, I think we're going the same way here, but I went Tane Milne. I think he can be a little bit rocks and diamonds from time to time, but uh, it was the diamonds this week. He put on a beast mode performance. Yeah. Yeah, I got him too. Um, he had three line bakes, 271 metres. Um, yeah, Two when tries. he's on, he's on. Two yeah. tries, yeah. When he's on, he's on. Um, and this was one of those games. So hopefully for them, it continues for him. Um, but yeah, next game. Ah, great game. Cowboys defeating the Dragons, 42-22. <laughs> Brad's game of the round. Uh, <laughs> seven tries to four. Kyle Felt grabbed two. Uh, Jack goes... Go, go, go. Susie. Gawiski. I don't know. <laughs> Gawiski. Gawiski. I, I'm going to look up how to say that. Uh, Highland Lukey grabbed two. Tom Dearden grabbed two. A lot of doubles in there. Uh, four tries to the Dragons. Jack DeBellin, Jaden Sawyer, Ravalawa, and Moses Suli. Yeah, so um, Cowboys, they haven't been great this year, um, it's fair to admit, but this was an impressive way for them to get back in the right direction. Um, their attack looks slick, um, but they'll be disappointed letting those tries in at the back end. Um, they need that killer instinct if they want to get back into the top eight. Um, your thoughts on the Cowboys? Uh, if you go back to last week, we were speaking a little bit about how beating the Roosters in, at Magic Round might be the confidence boost that the Cowboys needed to turn their season around with some favourable favorable games coming up. And, yeah, it showed. Look what they did. What, what they're able to do here in this game, if they if they keep keep turning up like this, they may be able to work themselves back into finals contention. Potentially. Um, yeah. And your thoughts on the Dragons? I think it all just came to a head this week. Uh, they've lost so many arm wrestles in tight games, uh, you yeah. know, and, and recently. Um, yeah, I think it all just kind of collapsed this week. And with Griffin now confirmed sacked, I... I wonder how things behind the scenes have been going 
um, yeah. over the past couple of weeks and and if that's affected the dragons pretty badly here i think you'd have to say it did affect them uh, it would have yeah. been affecting them all year with when your coach has got everyone watching and you know basically demanding that he doesn't have the job anymore and then he starts making decisions to try to dig out of the hole that don't work and you're just getting more and more in um, they're just simply a mess. Um, we've already talked about it at the start of the show when we talked about Griffin getting sacked. Yeah. But I'll give them some credit. You know, they got points um, at the back end of that match, you know, um, make the score look a little bit more respectable. Uh, not by a lot, but a little bit. Um, as I said earlier, though, they just have to wipe the blackboard and start from scratch if they can be deemed competitive again. But it ain't going to happen this year. Um, mm. Who was your player that stood out? Had to go Highland Lukey. Um, similar to um, some other players running around this weekend, he just was hard to ignore. Just a couple of, couple of beautiful tries, and yeah, just he just looked on. He looked, he looked, um, he he really stood out. That's for sure. He's he's a perfect candidate for players that stood out. He um, looks like someone that might show up in the Queensland roster in, in the next couple of years, potentially, if he stays on the field because he's he's had a bit of a wretched run with injury. Yeah, I picked him as well, basically all the same reasons you had. Um, and, yeah, I see Nigel said from the body language he saw when the Dragons landed in Sydney, you wouldn't think they lost. To be honest, yeah, I don't think the players actually care. I know that's – you can't say that in, in media and stuff like that because you're not in their mind, but with all the stories you hear about them – it's like I, I don't I think they knew the writings on the wall this season, just you know, who cares if so I don't know. But we'll move on. Uh to the Raiders defeating the Eels 26-18, Richie. Yep. Simon will be loving everything the Raiders are doing at the moment. Uh four tries to three. Albert Hopawati, Hudson Young, Sebastian Chris, and Maddie Tomoko grabbing the the game sealer at the end. Three tries for the Eels, Jermaine Hopgood. Bailey Simonson, Micah Sewell. Yeah, Raiders are on a roll. Um, their forwards controlled the middle, halves directed well, and their backs made the most of everything. They were given, and defensively they were sound, so they kind of ticked all the boxes you want to um, be successful. Um, they um, they forced the Eels into errors. Um, I think they're going under radar still. No one's talking about the Raiders, you mm. know, as being a, a title threat by any stream. They're a solid team, and I think they're going to cause a lot of teams' headaches as the season goes on. Um, but what's your take on the Raiders? Yeah, I think I think they've done really well to put together this win streak that they're on. They never seem to look really flashy or put teams away big, um, but they're consistently finding ways to, to win now, which is a sign of a strong team. Yeah, and your take on the Eels? Maybe missing Mitch Moses a little bit, although I thought, uh, Jake Arthurs didn't go too bad. Um, the Raiders are a tough side to put away at home. And for an inconsistent team like the Eels, the, the classic Tipper's nightmare team, I had a hunch this might be a tough game for them. Yeah, I think we both said we picked the Raiders in this game because Mitchell wasn't playing. And, um, yeah, they definitely missed him. Um, they're back to being consistently inconsistent. Um they made too many errors, gave away too many penalties. Um, they're a good side. They just need to get the basics right every week. Mm. Um, easiest than they're done, I know. But um, who was your player that stood out? 
Uh, I, I put Medi Timoko. I just, and I'm impressed with him most weeks. Uh, mm. I think he's really developing into a fantastic center. He, he's always, always seems to be making real great yards, tackle breaks. And he, like I said a little earlier, he picked up the game ceiling try there. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think he's, he's a good player. Canberra's got a good one there. Yeah, I went with Hudson Young. I um, think he's going from strength to strength this year. He was already a fantastic player, and, you know, he had a bit of grubbiness in him, which I do like, but he, he's toned that down to a point where he's not a target by the refs. So, um, yeah, I think they've got a good one there, and um, he'll he'll do some good things for them now that he's signed a new deal. Mm. Um, but, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll move on. To the first game on Sunday, um, the game that Paul doesn't like because it ruined our multi, uh, but the Knights defeating the Titans 46-26. Yeah, points first here, and I think the bye really helped the Knights freshen up, uh, and, it, and it showed. Eight tries to five, Dom Young grabbed one, two, Tyson Frizzell grabbed one, Greg Marzu, Bradman Best, Grab two, Kalen Ponga, back to back to best form, and Dane Gagai, grab grab the tries, five tries for the Titans, David Fafita with two, Philip Sami, Jaden Campbell, and Khan Pereira. Yeah, um, Knights look good after their buy, as you said, um, and with the Origin selection on the horizon, Ponga decided to pull a finger out and play. Um, Great attacking display from Newcastle, and their fans will hope they can build on this performance. Um, what was your take on Newcastle? Yeah, I thought it was a great attacking performance from them. Ponga obviously found his confidence that we, we've said he's been lacking since he's been back, and he pulled out a fantastic game, so credit to him. He, he must have heard Brad saying that the Knights are a better team without him. They are. I still stand by that. <laughs> Fair um, your take on the on the Titans? <laughs> uh, just the Titans are starting to look better recently. Their, their defense has let them let them down again this week. Some nice attacking play at times, as you more often than not see with the Titans. But conceding eight tries, you're always going to struggle conceding that many. Yeah, um, I got on here. The Titans fade again. Um, you know, twelve all at half time, and then they just let this game slip. Um, defense continues to be their issue. Um, until they fix that, they're always going to be at the risk of losing heavy. Um, ruined the standoff multi, as I already said, so I'm a bit dirty on them. Um, so I'll leave it there. But your player to stand out, I think we picked the same person. Yeah, Ponga. I think it's pretty clear. Pretty clear. Yeah, Paul's showing us the multi there where that beautiful little red on the Titans. <laughs> we should have gone with the Titans. Yeah, we should have gone yeah. with the Knights. Off the buy at home, I can't believe we didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. But yeah, I I went with Ponger as well. Um, as said, I think you know all the talk about Reese Walsh should be fullback for Queensland. Um, Ponger paid attention, and um, yeah, I, it's, it's annoying. He he should be doing this every week. I I know where this is the part where. We're, we're complimenting him, but you should, for what he's get paid, this is, should be his, you know, base level performance. Um, mm. So, yeah, more of that for Newcastle. Uh, last game, Sharks defeating Manly 20-14. to 14. 
Yep, as you said, 20 to 14. The Sharks, three tries to two. Royce Hunt, Sione Katoa, Jesse Ramian were the three tries for the Sharks. Ruben Garrick, Lockie Croker were the two tries for Manly. Yeah, um, I've got a strong start from the Sharks, but their attack lost some sting um, with some silly errors and penalties as the game went on, which isn't something we expect from them. Um, not their best performance, but to win away from home like this isn't bad. Um, I expect a big bounce back um, this week against the Knights. Um, what was your take on the Sharks? Yeah, I thought this was a decent bounce back from their poor performance against the Dolphins at Magic Round, uh, without setting the world on fire, obviously. And and they did let the Sharks score a couple of tries in the last twenty, but uh, they've notched another one and kept themselves up there towards the, you know, up there towards the top four. So, yeah. yeah. And your take on Manly? Uh, I even think Manly were a step up from their poor Magic Round showing, um, but still not enough to get the win for them. You know, they're normally they're a lot better at home at Brookie, but yeah, I, I just don't think they're they're quite there at the moment. And Mark Roberts is commenting about Origin. There's less games, so we'll finish early. We'll find uh, a way, Mark. We'll, we'll find, find a way. way. It always happens. Um, yeah. yeah, I think I'll just start earlier to, to make sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, for me, Manly, um, they just took too long to get into the contest. We talked, I think you're going to cover it a little bit later, and Jacko's just mentioned it. But yeah, we talked about Tommy Turbo not being 100%, but we saw that here with him being outrun by Nakora. Mm. Um, that should never happen. Um, lots of works, uh, work ons if they want to make the top eight. Mm. Um, I don't know if they can. Um, unless something magical happens. Yeah. Um, your player to stand out? Second week in a row. I'm going with him for the wrong reasons, Tommy Turbo. I think I saw even more evidence this week, um, like mm. like you just touched on. Uh, burned on the outside by a second row. Um, yeah. At this point, even as a Blues fan, I don't think I could select him for game one, State of Origin. A um, lot of talk that they may still pick him. And he won't be playing fullback. He'll be playing right centre, so less running involved. Uh, I just think it would be an injustice when you've got somebody like um, like Stretch over at the, the Rabbitohs um, who's just playing the house down at, at, at right centre. Um, yeah. Campbell Graham I'm referring to, obviously. I think, yeah, I don't think I could pick Tommy Turbo right now. Oh, come on. Fitler loves picking players that shouldn't be there. He does. Um, yeah, um, I I went with um, Nico Hines. Um, wasn't his best game by any stretch. He probably should have had a, a bit better of a game if he wants to get into origin and stuff, but he was accurate at the kicking tee, set up a nice try. Um, you know, what more can you ask for him? Um, so, yeah, thought it was a decent outing for him as well. Um, but, yeah, that is the round. So um, round. I think, do we have the ladder first, Paul? We do. Um, I did top eight last week, so you can do it this week, Richie. Yep. Number one is now South Sydney Rabbitohs. They've overtaken Brisbane. Number two, Brisbane Broncos. Three, Penrith Panthers. Four, the Sharks. Five, Melbourne Storm. Sixth is the Dolphins. Seventh is Canberra. And the Warriors move back into the top eight. So happy days. Happy days. And then, yeah, the uh, the bottom bottom of the barrel. Um, we've got the Titans at ninth, Roosters at 10th, 
uh, Newcastle 11th, Manly 12th. Uh, Cowboys gone up to 13th now. Uh, Eels went down to 14th. Um, Bulldogs are 15th. Dragons 16th. And Tigers 17th. Going to, a couple of weeks, I reckon we're going to be able to switch those two. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. Um, still a surprising ladder. Um, there's a few teams in that bottom that I thought would have been in the top. Um not too surprised about rabbits, Penrith, and that being up where they are. But yeah, um, not a bad, not a bad ladder. As long as the Warriors stay on the the left hand side, I'm happy. Um, yeah. Next bit is our tips. Uh, probably the best week we've had collectively as a group. Um, mm. Simon seven out of eight. He only got that Titans game wrong. Um, so he's on still top of the table. Fifty eight out of eighty eight. You and I both got six out of eight. Um, looking at it, we both got the Broncos um, losing and the Titans losing wrong. Yeah. Um, so we are both on 51 out of 88. Um, Simon's effectively a whole round ahead of us. Um, how so he how can, consistent is Simon right now? Yeah, he's just hitting them all the time. Um, so, yeah, well done. Well done, Simon. But um, next bit oh, is question you. time. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm great. I know I am. <laughs> so um question time we'll go with the questions from everyone um if you've got any well yes well how's your fantasy team going we get that every week um it was better this week um i did quite well i i got like an 800 which is good for me um and yeah um few i had all the dolphins out and the dolphins are my money makers so um they're back this week and i've only got one warrior in my team so it doesn't affect me too much so you did um, well for you. I did well for me, not well in terms of fantasy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, what do you think of the, uh, the the culture jersey? And I'll bring it up so you can see the uh, the new uh, culture jersey that's been released by the Warriors. Yeah, I don't mind it. It's similar to the one they had last year, except we've got the, um, the black hole in the center of the jersey now. Um, it's, yeah, I, I like the colors. Um, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, the the, the, the oh. logo in it for for the um for the uh, your 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 kind of uh, racist party one one New Zealand. I mean, <laughs> yeah, stupid name name for a company, but anyway. Um, I guess I, I, think, I think it's a very cool jersey. Uh, my only comment would be that it doesn't look like a Warriors jersey. As it doesn't it, it doesn't follow Warriors colours. Um, yeah, I, I think they should be consistent with their they 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 should be consistent with their sort of their main jersey. Uh, on the on the color theme um and come on we're wearing we're wearing black and silver in like three weeks you know our colors we're we're all over the place with our colors well that's what makes us the warriors (laughs) okay um do you think there should be a pacific island all-stars team that play australia england and new zealand my first comment for that would be trying to get new zealand trying to get australia to play a game outside the rugby rugby league world cup is impossible so good luck there so perhaps just against england new zealand I I actually think at least the big two of the Pacific Island teams are viable enough to play these teams on their own at the moment. Yeah, I I think I'm kind of the same. I I don't want to see the like a All Stars team because I would rather see Samoa and Tonga and Fiji um, yeah. play as themselves, and they're more than good enough to play by themselves. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, as Paul said, we can't get the, the Australians don't want to play nobody. Mm. Um, 
and the only reason they play as the World Cup is because, you know, they don't want someone else to be called world champions without them having a chance to do it. So they'll show up for the World Cup and that's basically it. Four nations, Samoa, Tonga, New Zealand, England. It sounds yeah, great. Yeah, love it. Yeah, mm. I'm all in. Yep, as Simon says, yeah. Thomas and Samoa farming out. Um, Kimikri, Mickey Mouse, All-Stars team. And uh, yeah. yeah, Jacko, just another jersey. Sooner or later, there'll be uh, a, new, a new design. Anyway. Um, oh. and Mark Roberts has got uh, Brad in round 14 of fancy. Well, that's a, that, 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 that's a, a free win for you there, Mark. Uh, yeah, e easy um, win for you there, Mark. Um, <laughs> and Jacko's on your on your on your page. Yeah, leave all the out and have a four nations. Yeah, yeah. Right, they don't care about the internationals. If they don't care, kick them out. But then they complain when they lose their, you know, world ranking because they don't play games and they don't understand. You got to play games to get points for the rankings. Um, but yeah, trying to explain maths to Australians is is not the easiest thing. Well, true, true. Um, so um, Bjorn wants to know, um, Adam Fenua-Blake has five tries so far this season. As a barnstorming <laughs> prop, Brad, how many um, did you score in your career? I'm pretty sure it's, I'm confident to say that Fenua-Blake scored more tries this year than I did in my lifetime. Um, <laughs> Fred, um, whoa, 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 slow down, boy. You've, you've still got a few years left, in you? I, I am well and truly <laughs> retired. <laughs> um, Got all that. How many, how many tries in your lifetime? Uh, in your That's, career, Brad? I honestly couldn't tell you. Um, not many. Maybe maybe two or three. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a try scorer. Zero. I would, no, I would say Brad is an offload specialist. Tell him how many offloads, yeah. Brad. Yeah, <laughs> offloads through the... Sonny Bull wishes he could offload like Brad Inga, I tell you. Um, so it's probably more how many how many tries were set up from Brad offloads than tries yeah. scored by Brad. Um I can remember, I can, I'll tell you the story. I know we're going long, but it doesn't matter. We had a high school reunion, Paul. And um, I had got myself fit for like the first time in my life. I was in good shape doing preseason for the Marlins. I went down to play the past first presence for my first 15, playing the current first 15. Um, no, so it's, just it's just rugby. Brad was not fit during his entire school career. Never. I went into every preseason saying I'm going to be fit, and then I got fit by the last game of the season. Um, but yeah, I got the ball, got over the line. It's like I'm finally going to score a try in front of all my my classmates from yesteryear, and I dropped it over the line. That that's that's the type of try scorer I am, guys. Um, untouched, no one hit the ball out of my hand. It was just completely so excited I was scoring a try that I, I botched it. You already had your um, celebration queued up in your head, yeah, eh? Yeah, I, I had the, the I had an LTD <laughs> finger ready to go. You're premature there with, you, with everything, eh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, dear. But anyway. other than that, it was a fantastic game. <laughs> um, a serious question to round us off. Uh, if the Warriors had an unlimited salary cap like the Roosters, which five players would you sign? You want to go first, Brad, or me? Um, you go first. Uh you might as well go right to the top. Nathan Cleary, obviously. Uh, might as well take the, another member of their spine, Dylan Edwards. Um, some forwards. Uh, Payne Haas. Um, maybe Paddy Carrigan. And where else are we lacking? Centres. Let's go... You're stealing all my picks, man. 
Let's go. Let's the same five. It's, 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 let's yeah. go. Campbell Graham. Yeah, so that's your five. So yeah. Joey Manu, um, Payne Haas. Um, I'm trying to. Oh, now I've gone blank. Who were the ones you just said? You, you said Cleary and Edwards. Yeah, um, Cleary, obviously. Um, Reed Marnie that's and Carrigan. Yeah, that's my five. Jacko said Fisher Harris. Yeah. Fisher Harris would get too many penalties playing for the Warriors. Not um not Harry Grant over Reed Marnie. Nah. I like Reed Marnie. I, d- I don't know why. Um but yeah. I feel like Reed would fit more into the Warriors. Um so Mark says I did a Sonny Bill. No, Sonny Bill ran too far. I, I didn't go that far. I, d- I try to run as little as possible. Um <laughs> Bradley yeah. take contact, Connie Guy. Um it, it, it was more late. It was actually more close to what Jacko said. It was more like Katoa's try in the weekend. That was almost a carbon copy. And uh, Nicholas says you would have literally got all the girls at your school if you'd scored that try, Brad. Uh, look, he'd yeah. left school at the time, so gladly. So probably a good idea. He didn't. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. there we go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh um, no, we'll, we'll keep that there. Um, um, I've got on there. Um, he says. Uh, I'm just thinking you should uh, replace, scrap the World Cup, replace it with the World League played over a four-year period. No, <laughs> sorry, but um, having it as an event, I think is, it's, is, 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 it makes it much more meaningful. Um, it gets yeah. much more attention. Yeah, I, I'm still with the World Cup. I like the spectacle. Um, yeah. But yeah, any okay. other questions from anyone? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, so you're going to skip yours with each other because we're running long. Or you're just going to go with them? No, it, no. I got. A, I had a good one for Richie, so I want to keep it. Um, do you want me to go first or you? You go first. You you got a good question. I don't have a good answer. So, all right. So this this question came to me before when I was trying to sleep. Um, like my, I'd say in the weekend. In my opinion, Reese Walsh leaving the Warriors made both the Warriors and Broncos better sides. What other player switch could do the same for two other clubs? Could do the same. I don't know, mate. Honestly. And I'm trying to think of instances that have happened already. Um, I think I, th- I can think of plenty where one team has benefited. Uh, Tedesco from the Tigers to the Roosters. Um, Hines from the Storm to the Sharks, uh, a more recent one. Plenty of instances like that. But I don't. Th- I think it's made one team a lot better while not really affecting the other in any positive way. Um, so my answer, I don't know. I I couldn't come up with a good answer unless you. I'd love to hear if you had a good one, um, or if anyone in the comments had a good one because I racked my brain for a long time and couldn't think of any instances where a swap has made both teams benefit. It's not which one has; it's which one would in the future um yeah i i yeah i know and even then i i'd just be speculating i don't i couldn't really think of it yeah i honestly can't think of one either i'm just i it was that it was that good a question yeah uh yeah i was looking for a question you couldn't answer um which probably isn't great for the show but um yeah i i couldn't think of one either it was a good question no one can answer that question if anyone um, in the comments has a good answer for that. 
Yeah, I'd I love, can. I'd love to like read you it. said, I can think of heaps that you know that one player would make this team good. Yeah, but it, I don't. It's the making their own team better as well, and it's probably controversial of me saying that Walsh leaving made the Warriors better. Um, but I personally think it. They do look better. Um, Millie, there's other cogs, yeah, but that flows into it as well. But your question for me, easy. Oh, my one's a bit more straightforward for you, Brad. Um, being the Queensland supporter and being the the resident uh, front rower of the show, go ahead and select me your Queensland forward pack and bench forwards for State of Origin one. Yeah, this was hard. Um, I've gone my front row. I've got Josh Papali'i, Harry Grant, and Big Tino. Um, second row, I've got Kurt Cakewell and Felice Kafusi. And then I've got Pat Carrigan at lock. Then my bench, I've gone with Ben Hunt, Lindsay Collins, Ruben Cotter, and David Fafita. Nice. Um, yeah, it was hard. There was a few players that I had to leave out. Yeah, yeah, it is hard this year. That's why, that's why I felt like asking it, because Queensland have a lot of really good forward options right now. My one would have been Lindsay Collins, Harry Grant, Tino front row. I want a reward for Feeder for what he's done this year. So I'm giving him a start uh, on the left edge. Kafusi on the right edge, Carrigan at 13, with a bench of Josh Papali'i, Tom Fleckler, Cotter and Ben Hunt. But then I know a couple of good ones are missing out, but she's tough. Yeah, and Nicholas asked if we own Origin jerseys. I don't. Um, I have a New South Wales singlet. I don't have an. I don't have. Oh, a jersey. Yeah, see, any excuse for Richard to have the guns out on the show? <laughs> um, all right. So that was our questions. We may as well jump into round twelve. But before we do, sorry, Paul, I haven't filled you in on this. We've got an extra bit. There's no Warriors game, so we don't have a Warriors picture. Sorry, an extra yeah. bit. Extra <laughs> bit. Because I knew we weren't going to go long tonight, so I wanted to add. Um, so it's a quick one, I promise, Paul. Um, a buy this week for the Warriors, Richie. So I thought I would ask you um, your thoughts on the first 11 rounds of the Warriors and your best player and your biggest surprise player so far. Now, Richie, so, you're not out there quick, game by game. Okay? Yeah. Overall. Quick, quick overall. Yeah. Let me summarize this. <laughs> yeah. um, we have gone much better than I thought we would at this point. Uh, asked me at the start of the season, I was struggling to find us uh, with more than t- maybe three, four wins. But at this point of the season, not even halfway through, we've already matched our total wins for last year. So, yep. um, the best thing has been the culture shift and and like just how much more organized we look and, and, our game plan looks a whole lot better. So, yeah, as a whole, I'm, I'm very, very happy. Yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, I think we're in with a great chance of hitting the eight this year when you look at the back half of our draw. So um, if that doesn't happen, I'm going to be pretty disappointed. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Best player, um, SJ. Biggest surprise, Jackson Ford. Yeah. So, yeah, me. Um, they've exceeded my expectations. Um, in our preview, um, I had them at two, maybe three wins at this point um, by the first buy. Um, but the immediate change we've seen has been outstanding. Teams have been playing with resilience, and despite the draw, the injuries, and all the other noise from officials, rah, 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 
Um, they've made me proud. Um, anything less than finals will be a disappointment now. And um, yeah, my best player has been AFB, um, tied leading try scorer for the Warriors. And biggest mm. surprise again, yeah, Jackson Ford. We laughed about his signing last year. I love to remind <laughs> myself. Um, we thought it was a bit of a joke that this Dragons player of all people um, was going to come. But yeah, he, he's done really well. Um, yep. So yeah. Next part, the actual round now, Paul. So we'll bring you back. Sorry for going off the rails there. Um, and yeah, Simon is, is here um, with his picks. So first game on Thursday, Broncos-Panthers. I've gone with Panthers. Um, I don't see the, the the Panthers have been on a roll and they're not going to lose to the Broncos twice in one season. Yeah, Panthers looked very good on the weekend. No Adam Reynolds for Broncos, so yeah, Panthers... And, um, yep. uh, Panther's going to jump on the back and uh, rip that throat out of the uh, of that old horse see. that's galloping away. So, yeah, it's uh, horse meat for the Panthers. Our show would be quicker every week if you didn't have these bloody puns, Paul. You know, but it'd be worse, it'd be worse <laughs> off without them, though. First game on Friday, Dragons Roosters. Um, I vowed never to pick the Dragons again, so I'm going Roosters. Yeah, uh, too, too much drama in the Dragons camp this week. I have to go roosters. Absolutely, it's the roosters uh, there. I mean, hopefully, with with, with the unlimited salary cap, like they should win. Sure. And um, next game on Friday, Rabbitohs Eels. Kind of rinse repeat what I said about Panthers. Rabbits are on a roll, um, so I've gone with them. Yep, rabbits. Yep, killer rabbits. Everyone's watched that um, Monty Python sketch. It's uh, that, 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 that's what we're going to see against <laughs> the Eels. It's going to be a big multi for you, I think, this week, Paul. Yeah, um, that too. <laughs> first game on Saturday, we've got Sharks Knights. Um, gone with the Sharks. Um, Knights had that that great little game, but yeah, I think the Sharks at home too much for them. Yep, agree. Yep, they're going to sink with all that armor on. They need to. Uh, you can't swim. It's uh, since it's a home game for the Sharks. It's in the pool, so the Sharks will win. Uh, next game on Saturday, Tigers Cowboys. Um, yeah, Cowboys, they're, they're kind of hit two in a row at the moment. I think they'll make it three. Yeah, agree. Cowboys. Yep, we're going to see those, that Tiger. So, uh, yeah, the big cat's going to go down. But, uh, oh, look, the Tigers are just a disaster, aren't they? Five-game multi so far. Um, next game, Dolphins-Storm. Um, I've gone with the Storm. You know, Dolphins have been good, but, yeah, I think the Storm are going to going to get this one. I've gone Storm, but... Oh, I've doubted the Dolphins so so many times this, this year. I'm sticking firm with the Storm. Yep, Simon thinks that the uh, the, yeah, the, the the Dolphins aren't going to cope with the Storm in their in their little sea there. But um, I'll look on it. If, I, if it was Paul doing this, Paul would go Dolphins all day because you guys just don't trust the Dolphins. But so yeah, Simon <laughs> says that um, the, the uh, yeah, Lightning is going to strike. It's going to strike here. First game on Sunday, we've got Bulldogs Titans. I've gone with the Bulldogs. I don't really know why, other than the fact that the Titans did me dirty last week. <laughs> I, I went the other way here. Uh, I think this is a real toss of the coin game, and I think the Titans. So you've gone Titans. I've gone Titans. Yeah, I mean, looking at the odds, this is the closest game of the round. A dollar ninety-seven for the Bulldogs, a dollar eighty for the Titans. I'm going for the Titans with their armor on. The dogs just not be able to get to uh, to, to bite through that. So. Um, but so uh, yeah, this, this is this is the, this is a tight one. Yeah, 
And then last game of the round, Raiders Seagulls. I've gone Raiders. Raiders at home are hard to beat, and Manly just aren't convincing yet. Yeah, one one in form, one not in form. Raiders very good at home. Raiders. Green machine, absolutely. As they as those eagles sweep down, we're going to knock them out of the sky. So um, absolutely, this is Raiders all the way, and uh, that makes it a a, a seven. A, 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 a seven game multi. game multi which means we're definitely not going to win it anyway two so two dollars on gets us uh, 25 dollars back if it were to um to happen um but um but very unlikely um uh bjorn asks so without the warriors um which game are you most looking forward to boys for me probably broncos panthers yeah me too i'd say that's probably the biggest profile game um but bummed out adam reynolds can't be there to to compete in the game you know you want the best first the best but if the roosters play well then roosters dragons i want to see the dragons <laughs> i want to see the dragons keep going down century <laughs> scored um the yeah interesting that actually the closest game is not the game you guys are interested in, which is the uh the dogs um types um mm. there um and um Caden Rogers reckons that uh, with uh, Griffin gone, the, the Dragons, that Brad and Richie should go in there and uh, co-head coach, uh, which I think would be a disaster with co-head coaches, but um, be, uh, be, yeah. be, uh, be, be a barrel of laughs. Perhaps get the... I'd um, love it. Get me get in there. i burn that place to the ground. Yeah. I'd make sure <laughs> they get relegated. That's the only reason I'd go there. Burn it. Inside the job. Sabotage it. <laughs> Do you remember? Um, could, but, 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 the question is, yeah, could, could you make it worse than it is now? That's the, I um, definitely could. Yeah, I'd go full on Steve Kearney mode and play five hookers. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's there's yeah. the multi, by the way, folks. Um, for those who are who are following our multi, well, following has losing, following poor losing money on the um, on, yeah. on the, the, the the multis. But there we go. Yeah, well, I'll be sitting here laughing when my eight game multi pulls through, Paul. Um, <laughs> but for, I, I look, I'm not going to scoff at uh, twenty five dollars. If, if my eight game multi pulls off, your seven game multi pulls off too. So, well, true. Yes. Um, but yeah, so that's basically it for the show. I'll just do a quick rundown of the Super League because I don't, Simon will probably explain why they're not playing this week. They're not playing till the 25th. Um, so, we'll have another show before then. But um, there was some games. I tried to, Super League's really hard to get news out of um, for why they're not playing. Um, but yeah, Simon will pop up with the million reasons that I couldn't find. Um, but Hull FC defeated Wakefield, so Wakefield still haven't got a win. Um, they lost 26-6. Uh, Lee defeated Uddersfield 30-4. Um, Leeds defeated Wigan quite well. Uh, Challenge Cup, of course. Challenge Cup. Challenge Cup. Um, yeah, Leeds defeated Wigan 40-18. Um, to 18. Massive surprise there. Kellens defeated Castleford 46-22. Warrington defeated Hull KR 21-14, and St. Helens defeated Salford 26-12. And yeah, see, Jacko's leaving, but we're about to leave too. So, um, I didn't write down the Challenge Cup, so um, we'll talk about that next week, Richie. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to add before we go? Not a lot. Just uh, weekly thanks to everybody. That was it was a fun one tonight. I, I enjoyed it. Um, hope you guys have a great weekend and. Uh, get a rest like the Warriors. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in tonight and joining us on the standoff with Brad and Richie. For your weekly update on Rugby League, tune in to our show next week at 8pm here on Facebook or at your convenience on iHeartRadio. Just remember to search for New Zealand Sport Radio. Cheers for joining me again, Richie, and thanks, Paul, for all your work in the back. And good night, everyone. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.